This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, where men come together in the fight to restore honor to masculinity, faith in family, and pride in country. Keyboard warriors and talking heads have labeled masculinity toxic and patriotism extremism. Waiting for a return to normal isn't an option. The fight starts now. Fellow warriors, welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. All right, guys, quick housekeeping notes, becomingadangerousman.com, the website, I've taken it down. It was not serving the the purpose. Uh, it was not serving you, uh, the listener, if you were going to the site. It, it took a lot of back-end work to kind of keep it relevant with seeing as we're post, I'm posting two episodes a week on the podcast, and there the site just takes too much work for the team who is working frankly, for free. Uh, they're, they're, they're helping, they're assisting me with this. Um, and it just, it was taking way too much time to keep that site relevant and updated. And the juice just ain't worth the squeeze guys. So I uh, made the decision to take it down. Um, when you're growing something like this and you're starting from scratch and you're working your way through the kinks, if you will, like you're learning as you go, certainly time is very valuable. Um, and so if you've listened to the last two episodes, I believe I, I, I found Substack and that's, that's kind of like our one-stop shop now. So dangerousman.substack.com is where you can, that's where you're getting your emails from. So if you're signed up for the newsletter, if you're not signed up and you don't know what I'm talking about, the newsletter, you can go to dangerousman.substack.com and you can subscribe there, or you can email me, phil at becomingadangerousman.com. And I'll be sure to add you to that link so you'll get that Monday and Thursday uh, newsletter. Now, I usually save quotes for the Mindful Monday episodes, but this quote is just too fitting for today's topic. Uh, And it comes from the book uh, On Killing by Dave Grossman. I highly encourage you, uh, if you're a law enforcement veteran, military, or if you just have a general, if, if you like to watch Snapped or the first 48 um, on Killing is is an amazing book, uh, and I'll just leave it at that. that. That's my book recommendation for the week, right? Um, so his quote starts, If you have no capacity for violence, then you are a healthy, productive citizen, a sheep. If you have a capacity for violence and no empathy for your fellow citizens, then you have defined an aggressive sociopath, a wolf. But what if you have a capacity for violence and a deep love for your fellow citizens? then you are a sheepdog, a warrior, someone who is walking the hero's path. Again, that's uh, Dave Grossman, and you can find that in his book uh, On Killing. So I know what you're thinking, right? This sounds a lot like Jordan Peterson's quote, Um, and this is a quote that is foundational to becoming a dangerous man. A harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control harmless you could immediately think a sheep right Uh, he calls it dave grossman calls it a healthy productive citizen a sheep right a harmless man Uh, a good man is a very dangerous man right so the the evil of the dangerous man right good versus evil you could certainly associate with the wolf and then a good man who is very dangerous right he says do you have a capacity for violence and a deep love for your fellow citizens that being the sheepdog or in our case the dangerous man not so fast with the sheepdog. Well, while I don't disagree with Mr. Grossman, uh, I only want to look at this in a different way, right? So I want to take his quote and I want to pull from it because obviously if you've read our mission statement, right, the wolves leading the sheep, 
we definitely refer to sheep. We certainly talk about the wolf. Um, so I want to kind of take sheep dog in a different angle, right? And, and to do that, we got to start with the sheep. So looking at the animal kingdom, now we're not talking, right? You, you'll certainly be able to connect the dots here, but um, where do sheep live, right? They live in flocks. They live in giant, you know, herds, flocks. They are in the presence of the sheep and their job is normally to circle the perimeter and defend the flock. So the sheep grazing are unaware of threats, right? They're not paying attention. That's not really their job. Their job is to eat, get fat, produce uh, wool, uh, and then eventually at some point get slaughtered. And, and, and it's very easy to make the connection there. Um, I just take grass. I, I change the word grass for cell phone content, right? What are the sheep in our world doing? They are just going about their day, head on their phone, head on their iPad, head, head on their computer, doing as they're told. They're following the flock. They're going with the wind, if you will, all under the supervision. And then we can get into wolf later. But right, depending on um, depending on what you follow, you could be essentially following the wolf, right? Or, or your shepherd in this sense. Um, in a lot of cases with the sheep, the, the shepherd nowadays is a larger and larger government playing a larger and larger role. And it certainly seems that the government and the media and the big tech and the big companies are all in cahoots to lead the sheep in the same direction. All right. And what does a sheep ultimately end up doing? They provide wool up until the point they're killed. So hence why dangerous man, we are not interested in being sheep. Now, the sheep are not without the company of a protector, right? In this case, a sheepdog, right? They live amongst the flock. Smaller breeds are used for herding and larger breeds are used to deter an attack or respond and kill an animal, right? Though the sheepdog is noble, definitely a noble, right? We're talking about the animals here. Definitely a noble. It has a purpose in its life. It's still controlled by the same master as the sheep, right? And let me be clear. I have the utmost respect for the sheepdog. But let's define a sheepdog. A sheepdog is someone with training. When I think sheepdog, when I think of, now we're talking about the civilians again. When I think of the sheepdog protecting the sheep, I think of someone with a lot of training, right? They are in law enforcement or emergency medicine. They are combat veterans and they are highly trained civilians. Civilians either being veterans or some civilians who never served, but their call to service stayed in the civilian world. Maybe they're prior law enforcement. And they got into training civilians. So highly trained civilians, they are able to assess and triage an emergency and they can eliminate, potentially eliminate a threat or attempt to eliminate a threat or give aid to save lives. And, you know, after, after the fact they come in and we talk about this with dangerous man, taking tactical control of a scene, providing medical aid, even throwing tourniquets on calling 911, uh, taking control to limit uh reduce further injuries and and when you know 911 uh, or when emergency responders come you know the scene is essentially safe notice in there i did not say wearing 511 gear and owning a firearm makes you a sheepdog right so here's where i really draw the line i would argue that sheepdog is probably overused um sheepdog is like the majority of the population if you go back to the be the one quote where 80 are just targets and nine are the real uh, fighters and we are lucky to have them. I would argue that only nine out of hundred are the actual sheepdog, right? Amongst us, I would say nine are the sheepdog, right? And there's a lot of training involved there. Um, and I, and I, I guess I just really want to stress that, that looking the part is not enough to be a protector. 
to be a sheepdog. And then I'd also make the distinction a sheepdog still has rules. They still have laws they follow. They are governed much the same way as the sheep. They, they are part of the society, the culture. Hence why I'm not making the case for dangerous man to be sheepdogs. If you have the background, if you're willing to train professionally, right, this is, and, and you could DIY a lot of this. You could certainly learn a lot from YouTube. I am an advocate of YouTube. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with dangerous men wanting to be sheepdog. And, and it's a very noble position to take in your tribe, right? As we talk about our tribe and our battle teams, if amongst your team, you are a trained in concealed carry, you're trained in self-defense, you have some medical training, you, whether it's from the military, law enforcement, or you've gone to these seminars put on by these people. Um, I would argue you need some professional training. You can DIY a lot of basic understandings, but you really need to fine tune it. If you want to walk up to somebody and potentially try to save their life, I think they'd appreciate at least some kind of coaching uh, to, to, to make sure you know what you're doing, right? You don't want to be more harm than good. Um, me personally, I do plan on, you know, that is something I look forward to. I have done a lot of training in the military. I've also done a lot of YouTube and Google searches for how to apply tourniquets, right? I've done it in the military, but I've also watched like a two hour seminar on YouTube um, where basically they've followed these instructors through a course. So I kind of know what to expect. So I don't look like the FNG new guy um, when I do go. Um, but I do, I do plan on taking a, a class or two at the range. I do plan on getting a lot of range time. And I do plan on looking for some of these courses uh, in the Texas area to uh, make sure I am ready. I have a desire to continue service. And I'm humble enough to recognize where I'm deficient. And I'm going to work to shore those up. I, I would just make the case who, who could make a bad situation worse. But it's all these sheeps. And then let's address the part of the, the, the story, right, if you will the wolf, right? Let's address the wolf. They're an easy reference to an enemy as they are few. Um, they only come out at night or when they're hunting. Uh, you could also use the analogy of wolf in sheep's clothing, right? So among the flock of sheep, you don't know who's actually a wolf, right? In our dangerous man mission statement, we talk about the wolves leading the sheep, right? And, and sheep can be led to do just about anything and, and go just about anywhere. I mean, look at today's uh, today's culture. I just did this yesterday. Actually, I didn't believe I was listening to somebody else's podcast and I didn't believe them when they said, Google men can menstruate. So I Googled men can menstruate. And sure enough, Google says uh, menstruating is not a gender. It's not a thing based on gender. Men can absolutely menstruate. And I asked a couple of my buddies if they've ever had blood come out of their, uh, their, their private area there. And all of them laughed and like, what the hell are you talking about? And so we Googled it together and, and sure enough, they were like, you got to be kidding me. But that's just another example of not everybody pays attention to what's going on in this culture war. And I would argue Google and the dictionary changing the definition of words. That is a problem, right? That is something that is happening under our noses. That is almost like the wolf in sheep's clothing, right? We think Google, we think Wikipedia, we think these articles and some of the softer attacks, we don't really notice them. That's essentially a wolf in sheep's clothing. It, it is happening under our noses. It is happening amongst us. So wolves, right? Pretty easy there. Wolves are an easy, uh, an easy way to reference the enemy. Uh, the sheepdog, I kind of broke down for you. Specialized training. You're going to hear me say that a lot. You got to be trained in medical response, tactical response, weapons deployment, self-defense. That requires training. You can't just imagine and think you're ready. You can't just look the part. 
you you, you really got to walk the walk if you want to consider yourself a sheepdog. And there's a lot of people way more talented than I am who who specialize in training, you know, sheepdogs essentially uh, for those categories. Uh, now we touch on that at Dangerous Man. We touch on a lot of the tactics. We touch on creating opportunities increasing your skills and capabilities. We touch on self-reliance and self-defense. That's stuff we're going to be talking about here. I would say the biggest difference between dangerous man and me not advertising that I am here to make you a sheepdog. Uh, I, I would argue the difference is I am hyper focused on me, my family and my team, right? So I'm hyper focused. Whereas the sheep to me is a stranger, right? So that's where law enforcement, who it's their job, medical professionals, it's their job or a sheepdog mentality. You're so highly trained that you can take care of you and yours, and then you can get back into the fight, reassess and maybe help strangers. I am, I, I, I am confident in my ability in talking about things and talking about the opportunity, capability, intent, the threat triangle that we discuss. I'm confident enough to help you the person listening right now, be better for yourself and be a better leader for your family and take care of you and yours. I am not claiming that I'm going to make you capable enough to honest, you know, now there could come a time where you step up and that's the heat of the moment. That's adrenaline and that's this and that, but, and absolutely I, I want to get us there, but we're not, we're not searching for that. And I certainly don't want to turn people off who aren't looking to be Captain Save a Ho in every situation, right? That's kind of what I'm saying here. Where can we look? Where, where's a better reference for what we need to be? What's a better reference for us? Well, uh, that's where we get to kind of like the end of this story. Lions, okay? I want you to think about a lion right now. Where do you picture it, right? If the wolf is out in the woods or, or, or deep in the mountains, and the sheep and the sheepdog are just all about grazing, you know, heads in their phones, not paying attention to traffic, not watching their phone while driving, right? All the sheep. Where are lions? They are anywhere they want to be. They live in the open day or night. They don't hide who they are, right? They eat, sleep, fuck, and fight for all to see. They are who they are. They have a, the same perimeter concerns. Fights happen. There's a hierarchy to ensure control. They have a lot of the same structure, but they don't shy away from being lions. You can put a camera on them. You can drive your Jeep through the safari. You can do whatever you want to do. There's all these other animals about. They are confident. They lay wherever they want. They take a nap wherever they want. They do what they do. So why am I making the reference to lions? Well, first off, if, if you listen to the first or second episode, I talked about how uh, becoming a dangerous man was inspired while listening to a podcast, right? September, 2021, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm driving on my way to work. I've been, I've been going back and forth for over a year about getting out of the military and what am I going to do? I want to continue my service to the troops. I love the, I'm going to miss the part of the communicating with my troops, talking the leadership in the military, the military and people in it complain about a lot of things, but the military, the intrusive leadership that we sometimes love to hate. It is unlike anywhere else in the civilian world. The civilian world does not have, and people leaving the military don't appreciate it until it's gone, the intrusive leadership and the people that genuinely care about you and the people who genuinely want to see you do well and want to help solve problems, that is what I was going to miss when I left the military. And in that car ride, the host said, 
screw the sheep. It's time to wake the lions. I don't know how many different ways you get goosebumps or what YouTube video does it for you or what thing does it for you. But man, to say I had goosebumps shoot up my arm when she said that. And it was Andy Frisilla's wife, right? So I was listening to Andy Frisilla and they were interviewing um, like a Missouri. They were interviewing a potential politician and kind of her journey, her and her husband's journey through farming and what it led to. And the important part there was when she said, screw the sheep, it's time to wake the lions. Let me give you an example of that, right? The sheep, I, if you listen two episodes ago, I was on the train in Chicago and those three gangbangers got on smoking a blunt talking shit, harassing women on the train. I, it, everything in me wanted to destroy them. Everything in me wanted me to teach them a lesson, put them on their place, put them on the ground, beat the shit out of them if I needed to. Everything in me wanted to do that. But what did I tell you in that episode? Everybody else, all the sheep on the train, they were so used to this. It was normal to them. I being the outsider, I being the lion, I said, you know what? Nothing bad enough happened, right? They didn't touch anybody. They didn't assault anybody. They were just blatant disrespect. They were terrible humans. But the sheep, right? That's what she's saying. Screw the sheep. You in Chicago, you allowed uh, through elections and through other things, you allowed this to become normal. So screw you. Does that make sense? Like screw you. You allowed this. Now, the scary part is on a federal level, this is starting to spread. And that's where it's like, OK, in that moment, I'm still I still believe that I did the right thing. I got out of there and hey, you guys wanted this. You got it. There you go. But the lions, people, the red state, blue state is starting to divide. It's starting to crumble. We are the United States, United States of America, not. It, it is worded that way. Very specifically, we work because the 50 states come together. Now, the problem is going to be when D.C. picks sides either way, when they pick sides and they more and more force their belief, their way onto and currently with the blue states mentality kind of leading with D.C. in the swamp, they are forcing that on us. So where are we going with this? Right. Let's let, let's make the connection here. Let, let's let's pull this all together. Let's circle the wagon. Let's connect the dots. Right. The sheep aren't going anywhere. Right. And, and each of us in some way has our moment where we're a sheep, even if we're a dangerous man, even if we're on the path. Right. The sheep ain't going away. We will always need sheep dogs. If you are in law enforcement, medical community, fire, uh, if you're a civilian training, if you are a, uh, an instructor, a coach who trains civilians to be more capable, more competent, uh, more efficient at what they do. If you are a civilian learning these skills and you are able to take tactical control of a scenario, of a scene, if you're able to render aid, if you're a hard target and you make uh, your family safer and you are able to efficiently employ a weapon in a, in a dangerous situation to save lives, absolutely utmost respect for you. And I encourage those on the path to work to that, to certainly work to the uh, proficiency to be able to help others. But ultimately, dangerous man, we are starting with ourselves and we are starting with our family, our team and growing our tribe. Um, the wolves also like the sheep, the wolf. There's always going to be bad guys. There's always going to be an enemy. Right. So what am I saying here? What am I trying to say? And, and certainly I am not end all be all. This is these are thoughts and ideas. 
that I hope you share that you'll think about. And then you'll certainly respond to me in an email or the comment section of the Substack, and you'll let me know your opinion and what you think, right? But what I'm saying is here is for far too long, patriots and people with common sense, right? The middle ground have sat back patiently. They have waited and waited and hoped and hoped, and that it has not worked, right? A return to normal, it's always talked about, but it's only getting worse, right? So be a damn lion. We need to be lions. We need to be unashamed, un, uh, unbashful. We need to not care about feelings. We need to be proud to fly our American flags, American flag tattoos, T-shirts, truck stickers, whatever it is. We need to be proud to be American. We should not shy away from that. I feel like it's a Christian. You know, being a patriot now, it almost feels like Christianity back in the day when you would be persecuted or, or put to death for being a Christian. I, I feel like this country, you know, call me crazy here, but are we going to get to a point where we people start to shy away from the American flag? That really concerns me that the sheep are going to start to shy away. I am asking you to be a lion. I am asking you to recruit lions. I am asking you to refer a friend to becoming a dangerous man so they can hear this message if they need to hear it if, if you need help explaining to them how close how danger close we are to losing what we have the federal government has overreached and overstepped and they are continuing to encroach in our lives they are continuing to force on us their beliefs and america was founded on individual liberty individual freedom individual rights the lion is where we are mentally. That's where we need to be. We need to eat, sleep, fucking fight as we damn well please. We need to do what's best for ours. And there are rules that we all follow. There are guidelines for us. There are certainly customs and courtesies and respect and honor. There are a lot of things that, that make us good, but we need to be good. We need to be dangerous. The point of being a lion today is we can shy away from what we believe no longer. Do not shy away from the fight. If you believe in it, study, do your homework, do your research. Be ready to defend what you believe and why you believe it. And if you're arguing with a wall, if you're arguing with some crazy left liberal, if you're arguing with some crazy right wing understand who you're talking to a sheep and then screw them that's that's what that's what she meant when she said screw the sheep some people you're not going to change their mind but don't shy away don't bite your tongue don't hold back don't get in twitter wars either screw twitter i don't have twitter don't get in twitter wars i'm talking about real people have real conversations rep your flag rep your pride be proud to be married be proud to be a man and a woman be, be proud to be from this country we need to be unashamed. We need to be strong. We need to unite. We need to fight. In, in closing, you got your sheep. You got your sheep dogs. Mad respect to the sheep dogs. There are wolves in sheep's clothing, and that is a, certainly a challenge. But I am calling you to wake the lions. I am calling you to join me in waking the lions. We need more people in the fight to becoming dangerous, or we will lose. Our kids, certainly our grandkids, are going to be looking back at us as the dumbest generation, right? You want to talk about the greatest generation, World War II? We're going to be known as the weak, dumb, didn't see it coming, even though plenty of people were warning you. And, and, and how are we going to look at ourselves um, if we're even able? You know, there may come a time where, you know, at one point, uh, a generation of people were told to get on a train and they were never seen again. You know, I hate to be that dramatic with this, but 
It happened to them, and we are naive and stupid to think something like that couldn't happen here. There have already been talks of camps for people who weren't willing to get vaccinated, and there certainly could be talks of people who I, you know, the the NFL plays a separate national anthem now, you know, from the our national anthem, right? They play a separate anthem, I should call it. It's not a national, it's just an anthem, right? That woke ideology. Don't get me started with whatever Disney's doing and that stuff that came out about Disney. I'm, I'm telling you right now, we're not watching Disney in our house anymore. My grandkids are going to, you know, I'll pull out the VHS tapes when it was normal. Um, but they're certainly not going to be watching anything new coming out of that. Screw the sheep. Wake the lions. If you're new, if you're first time listening, thank you. Refer a friend. Certainly sign up for the newsletter. You can share the newsletter. It's pretty easy to link to Substack. I'm at dangerousman.substack.com. And you can always reach me at phil at becomingadangerousman.com. Thank you for being along on this journey, on this path. We will continue two episodes a week, two newsletters a week. Uh, we need the help. We need people in the fight. And hopefully today uh, you're, you get those goosebumps and you're a little inspired uh, when I say screw the sheep, wake the lions, and continue to be a better man today, a better woman today. Uh, you know, Thank you. I, I know 15% of my audience, says, at least on Spotify and and Apple says it's female. So I do appreciate the female supporting and continue on y'all's path to being better today so you can be better tomorrow and we can make an impact and we can look back at our lives and know that when the time got hard, that we stepped up and we did what we needed to do to secure our freedoms. What will you run?